0: Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house. It's Wednesday, May 25th. This is The Gateway. I'm Wayne Pratt. A rural community college in Illinois is focusing on conversations to show the opioid epidemic is more than just words on a page.
1: When you hear the stories of families, people who were loved and cared for, who have passed, it really takes on another dimension.
0: Coming up, we'll examine how a rural educational institution is trying to break the stigma of addiction. The St. Louis Metropolitan Pandemic Task Force says COVID-19 cases are rising again in the region, but the increase is not as severe as earlier in the pandemic. As St. Louis Public Radio's Chad Davis reports, doctors say people still need to take precautions.
2: Task force officials say the coronavirus is spreading in the region at a rate five times higher than six weeks ago. 130 people are currently hospitalized with COVID-19, with 16 people in the ICU and six on ventilators in area hospitals. Dr. Alex Garza is co-leader of the task force. He says while the higher numbers are still much lower than the peak recorded this winter, there's still a lot of virus in the community. People can take precautions to protect themselves, including wearing masks
0: indoors. If you're not fully vaccinated and boosted, now is the time to do that. And if your children are eligible, Get them up-to-date on their vaccinations as soon as you can.
2: Health departments across the country are reporting a rise in COVID cases. I'm Chad Davis, St. Louis Public Radio.
0: COVID-19 is forcing the St. Louis Board of Aldermen to return to virtual meetings, at least temporarily. A member of the board recently tested positive. Aldermen will meet on Zoom tomorrow so a deep cleaning can be completed in the offices and chambers. They expect to be back June 3rd. The U.S. Transportation Command at Scott Air Force Base is playing a key role in easing the national baby formula shortage. President Biden announced Operation Fly Formula last week, and already one shipment of 78,000 pounds has arrived in Indianapolis from Germany. Scott Ross is a deputy director of public affairs at Transcom. He says the shipments are not easy to coordinate. In this case, the military needed to get the formula from Switzerland to an airbase in Germany.
2: Crossing from into Germany is not like driving from Illinois into Missouri, right? It's an international
0: border. Ross says Transcom worked with the State Department and European countries to help the baby formula clear customs faster. He says the military flew its first mission, but following ones will be flown by commercial companies contracted by the government. Missouri's Department of Elementary and Secondary Education wants the community's ideas on ways to improve provisionally accredited districts. Officials held community forums yesterday in Riverview Gardens and the Normandy Schools Collaborative. St. Louis Public Radio's Kate Grumke reports.
1: State education officials visited both districts and asked teachers, parents, and community leaders to brainstorm solutions for low attendance and teacher turnover. Groups sat around tables to discuss their ideas. Missouri's Commissioner of Education, Margie Vandeven, said the conversations are important as the state considers its future in the districts. Heard from more and more people that if you're really going to move the district forward, once the finances are stabilized, once the systems are in place, you have got to have the community voice. and You have to have the community buy-in. Missouri is gradually transitioning both Riverview Gardens and Normandy to locally elected school boards. It's one step in the process of returning to full accreditation. I'm Kate Grumke. St. Louis Public Radio.
0: A former St. Louis alderman who also held several positions with the city for nearly four decades has died. The Post Dispatch reports Irving Clay Jr. died last week. Clay was on the board of aldermen for 12 years starting in 1991. His first job with the city was in 1944. Clay eventually became recreation commissioner in 1969. He was the uncle and brother of two former congressmen. Irving Clay Jr. was 97. U.S. overdose deaths are at an all time high. The Centers for Disease Control and Prevention says there were more than 100,000 such deaths from December 2020 to December 2021. Peter Medlin reports on how a rural community college in Illinois is trying to break the stigma of addiction.
2: LaSalle County has one of the highest overdose death rates in Illinois. It also has high rates of opioid related hospitalizations and emergency department visits. But even in the face of those statistics, the opioid crisis is often still described as a secret hidden in plain sight. Illinois Valley Community College's recent One Book, One College project tried to bring that secret out into the light. Jaina Lee Parkatilla is the college's collection, development, and access librarian, and she helped organize this year's One Book initiative focused on the book Death in Mudlick by Eric Eyer, which illustrates how opioids took over a West Virginia mining community. The book was a jumping-off point to delve into conversations about how the epidemic started and what it looks like here in Illinois. Lee park Catilla calls it less of a book club and more of a set of community meetings with students, faculty, and experts.
1: We are an hour away from any other educational institution, so we reach many people in rural areas, much more than I thought. You know, you read articles about the opioid epidemic but what does that mean? It's just words on a page. And when you hear the stories of families, people who were loved and cared for, who have passed, it really takes on another dimension.
2: And IVCC teamed up with local harm reduction and recovery organization Perfectly Flawed. Its founder, Luke Tomshow, was an injection drug user for over 14 years and is now trying to build a safe place for people navigating substance use or a path to recovery.
1: There's so much stigma out there related to substance use, and we've criminalized drug users for so long. We've criminalized human behavior when, in fact, we needed to support the people who were struggling.
2: That perception of people with substance use disorder is why Tamsha says education is so vital. And creating an empathetic environment with IVCC for the community to share their experiences made one book all the more impactful. Lori Brown also joined the college's project. She's the founder of Buddy's Purpose, an overdose awareness group she created after she lost her son to an overdose. IVCC Center for Accessibility and Neurodiversity's Tina Hardy says hearing Lori and Luke inspired other people to talk about their and their families' experiences with addictive behavior.
1: We had um, one of our nursing instructors step forward and tell her story that she said she really hasn't told. I I thought that was really remarkable of publicly put that out there but I think it also helps our students in the long run appreciate who we have here and maybe foster closer connections.
2: She said it was a challenge to engage students especially when they started and events were mostly online but eventually they had students ask really good questions. It helped that Death in Mudlick's author Eric Iyer reached out to Illinois Valley and participated in their analysis of his book. Conversations around death and mud lick led to a discussion about issues like unethical prescribing practices. It hit close to home. In 2018, a LaSalle County physician was sentenced to 12 years in prison for the illegal distribution of opioids. But with a crisis with so many layers, they couldn't cover everything. Tamsha says continuing education is crucial.
1: There's so many racial disparities in in the war on drugs as well that we didn't even touch on in the book. And then predominantly white communities, you know, we, we might not think it affects us, but it does.
2: This spring, Governor J.B. Pritzker unveiled an overdose action plan to limit opioid overdoses. Tamsha was one of the few people with lived experience on the state's Opioid Overdose Prevention and Recovery Steering Committee that made recommendations for the report. Now he says it's about implementation and more education around issues like the fentanyl-tainted drug supply, harm reduction techniques, and life-saving medications like naloxone. Even though Illinois Valley's one book, one college project on death in mudlick is over, Jaina Lepart Gatilla says the conversations can't stop.
1: It affects more people than you realize. It certainly affects people in my family, and it's not something that I would necessarily want to talk about. But I felt so empowered by the work that we did, and I was really so honored to have the space to discuss these issues that are affecting people and that they don't have to feel shame about.
2: Pamsha says anyone using substances seeking support or treatment can find Perfectly Flawed's text and call line at perfectlyflawed.org. I'm Peter Medlin.
0: Peter is a reporter at public radio station WNIJ. Shula Newman is the executive editor of St. Louis Public Radio, a listener-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis. Music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Wayne Pratt. This has been The Gateway.